welcome to the Quantum Play Podcast. I'm your host, Britt Bullahan, life and business coach, teacher, and channel. This is the space where we explore what it means to truly tap into our limitlessness and play in the quantum. I combine spiritual teachings, inner work, quantum energetics, and simple business strategy to help women step into who they are truly meant to be, crack open to their gifts, and create their own unique legacy. The vibe here is expanding our consciousness, saying fuck the rules, doing things our way, transcending the limitations of our minds and past wounding, and creating a masterpiece of a life and business. Stick with me and you might just start experiencing big magic, overflowing money, and everyday miracles. Let's go. Hello, you guys. What is up? This podcast episode is from the Cheeky Intuition Archives. It is a snippet from the first round of the Field of Dreams, which I ran in 2022. This is my program all about quantum manifestation and energetic mastery. When I was listening to this snippet, it gave me chills. And if it gives you chills in the same way it gave me chills, that is your sign to get your booty into the brand new 2024 round of the Field of Dreams, which kicks off on January 29th. So the link to join will be in the show notes. As always, if you have any questions, feel free to hit me up on Instagram and I will see you on the other side. So things like thinking and feeling and, you know, willing and hoping and praying and visualizing and fearing and doubting, these aren't just things that happen within us. They are real forces of energy pulsating through the quantum field, creating results, creating manifestation. So oftentimes this begins for us as a teeny tiny little thought, so small that we don't even notice it. And then that thought gains more of our attention and it becomes a consideration right now, something that we're pondering, taking up more space. And then it becomes like a normal sized thought. And then it starts getting bigger and accumulating all kinds of like tag along thoughts, like sidebar thoughts that go with it. And then this big thought attracts emotions and energies, right? It it makes us feel a certain way and then it shifts our energetic vibration, And then it becomes even bigger and starts interacting with people and events around us in a positive or in a negative sense, right? And the more we get of something, the more we get of it. This is like, you know, people say like, oh, the rich get richer. This is actual law. Like the more you get of something, the more you get of it. So not every small thought that we think manifests immediately, right? If that were the case, there'd be complete and utter chaos in this world. Most of these tiny little thoughts that I spoke about get neutralized by other thoughts. It's like they don't gain power and momentum and magnetism because they're neutralized by other thoughts. And it stays at this like zero point neutrality. And then sometimes we have really charged magnetic thoughts And even those don't manifest immediately because there is a buffer time. There is a a period of time in the 3D dimension before the thing turns into a thing, right? There's 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 a gap, there's a void. 
So usually it's within this, this void, this buffer time that we pull ourselves out of alignment. So we can completely, and I want you to really consider this for a second. We can, we can have a charged thought that is in the direction of our dreams, in the direction of what we want. Like it's a good charged thought and it makes us feel mm, good and yummy and, and good towards our dreams. And our energetic frequency is vibrating in resonance with our dreams. And, and we've fired off for manifestation to occur. Like we've weaved energy into the quantum field that is completely congruent with, with what we want occurring. But it doesn't happen right away. It doesn't occur right away. It's not instantaneous. And in that period of time, in that gap, in that buffer time, we pull ourselves out of alignment because it hasn't happened yet, because it's not there yet. And then we perceive everything that's happening in the gap as being, you know, proof that it's not working or it's not what we want or, or we make it mean things about us and we pull ourselves out of alignment. And then when we pull ourselves out of alignment, it's like we neutralize the thing that we wanted. We neutralize the power behind that thought. So I don't know if you guys have ever seen the Divergent movies. I watched them. I was way late. I was way late to the game on watching them. Andrew and I watched them recently, like a couple months ago. And I was like, oh my God, I love these. I want to watch them again from the start. <laughs> but in these Divergent movies, there is a test done. I don't even remember like the proper terms and things that they use or why this happened or whatever. But there is a test that's done where the participants are hooked up to a simulation machine where they're put into really extremely lifelike virtual reality scenarios and this machine that they're hooked up, hooked up to assesses their core memories and essentially brings them face to face with their greatest fears. So in these simulations, they are, you know, face to face with their greatest fears and they are graded on how they handle the situation and if they're able to navigate their way out of it alive. So the main character in the movie, without spoiling it in case you haven't seen it, She's able to, within these really intense, extremely lifelike scenarios, she's able to remind herself that it's just a simulation. Like everybody else gets caught up in how real it is and gets taken and swept up by it and all of the thoughts and emotions that come with it that they're then not able to navigate out of it. Like they, I'm pretty sure in the movie, like that some of them die, like you can die in the simulation. But anyways, besides the point. Um, <laughs> the main character is able to remind herself, this is a simulation. She calms herself. She breathes. And in that moment of calm groundedness, she finds the escape route or even, even better. What happens is her mind creates an escape route within the simulation because her mind is the creator. Her mind is creating the simulation. It's her own worst fears. So the reason that I bring this up is because this is essentially how we want to approach life. Now, when I say like life is a game or it's a simulation, I don't say it to diminish the value of it. I say it to really anchor in that we are the creator and the things that feel so real and true sometimes, like our beliefs, are not real. They're not real. They're not the ultimate truth. And it's our job to approach these moments where our mind could easily buy into what we see in our reality. We want to approach these moments from a place of calm groundedness. 
because it's like what we see in our reality could easily take us. It could take us. We could get so wrapped up in the simulation. We could get so wrapped up in what we see, go way into the ditch with it. It's our job to breathe and remind ourselves this isn't real. I am limitless. Anything that seems like limitation is an illusion. I am limitless. If I can commit to this belief and all the corresponding beliefs that might fall under that, right? Like I am limitless. There's a, there's a bunch of beliefs that would fall under that category that would go right with that. If I can really commit to that and remind myself that, remind myself of that belief, even when 3D reality is proving the opposite, right? Like even when, when I, when I look and what I see and what I experience is proving the opposite to me that maybe I'm not so limitless. I breathe and I remind myself, this isn't real. This isn't real. I am limitless. Anything that seems like a limitation is an illusion because I am limitless. And then from this place, we have the ability to find the escape hatch, the way out, the idea, the intuitive hit, the next direction to go in, the clarity, Right? And from this place of clarity and elevated thinking and feeling, we create an entirely different reality. So it's like if I'm, you know, to go back to the divergent example, if I'm in this simulation and I'm like the main character, there's one scene where she's she's in a glass tank of water. So it's like she's in this water, she really can't breathe. She really is going to drown if she can't find a way out. That's the full spectrum of what she's experiencing in the simulation and what her mind sees and understands as the truth. Like she's feeling it. She's touching it. She's there. Then she calms herself. She reminds herself and she finds the way out. Right? So if I, if I base what I'm going to do next off only what I see rather than the truth I, I want to believe in, If I base it only on what I see, then I'm going to do things totally differently. And this movie does a great job of showing that too. Obviously, you know, they're facing their worst fears, but sometimes so are we in our business, by the way. But it shows you circumstances where, you know, she, there's certain scenes where it's so intense that she isn't able to remind herself. And what she does is totally different. Like what the other people do is totally different. They, they panic, they try and fight against it right? They, they get squished by the thing that's closing in because they're just in such a panic and they're trying to push up against it. You can't push against the force. Like that's not, that's crazy talk. But then there's her, she reminds herself and she's like, look for the trap door. This isn't real. And she finds like the little moving piece and whatever it is, however it goes. So it's like, if I only base what's going to happen next, what's possible for me, what's available for me on what I can see, I'm going to have an entirely different experience of what happens next. But if I calm myself and I remind myself, this isn't real, I'm limitless, I'm limitless, I'm limitless, this isn't real, then I'm going to have a different experience of what happens next. Okay? So our problem isn't, am I being perfect in my mindset and in my thoughts and beliefs? Our problem is, how am I handling it when the simulation feels so damn real? Because it does because it is my life. So yes, I believe it to be, I believe the proof that I get. I get caught up in that a lot. So we need to get into alignment 
And we need to advocate for ourselves to stay in alignment, not from a place of perfectionism, like we talked about last module, not from this place of, you know, I'm doing this as a means to an end, to an end, to chase some false finish line where I get what I want, right? Because here's the thing, if we are doing these things to get to some perceived milestone, then the things we're doing aren't from a place of alignment. If I'm only doing this and showing up this way so I can get this thing and check this off my list, then I'm out of alignment with with what I ultimately say that I want, with how I ultimately want to feel. So instead, it's from a place of this is who I am and this is the day-to-day quality of life that I choose for myself. Because this is about so much more than chasing goals. When we stop chasing and we master the art of our day-to-day moment of life, the dream lands. We hit the milestone. Because hitting the milestone isn't what makes life great. It's not. Hitting the milestone lasts for a second, a moment, a day. And then we're just back to our day-to-day life. We might have a new experience of it, but it's still the same day in and day out things, right? And I've been thinking about this a lot lately where it's like, for example, today I was driving myself to my massage, my monthly massage. And I had this thought, even when I get my deepest desires, I'm still going to be on a Tuesday afternoon, Wednesday afternoon, whatever day it is, driving myself to my monthly massage. Still going to be doing that. There's core things about my day-to-day life that are never going to change. So if I miss that, if I miss the fact that like this is my life and I'm only concerned with the milestone moments thinking that they hold everything, then I'm out of alignment. I've completely missed the point. I'm I'm failing at the game of life. I'm, I'm missing the point of the game. It's like, why do I want what I want anyways? So I can be happy and abundant and at peace and feel successful. But all of those feelings are available to me now. And when you choose them now, you completely shift your trajectory in the quantum field, which is the wildest part. We can't live our lives for for the one week vacation we get a few times a year. We need to live like every day is the vacation. Then the vacation is the cherry on top. The vacation isn't your life. The milestone isn't your life. Every day, day in and day out, waking up, kissing your husband, eating breakfast, moving through your day, that's your life. And how you spend your days is how you're creating your life. How we spend our days is how we are creating our life.